month. Finally. It is time for me to not get looked at like a psychopath, even though I probably should watching 31 horror movies in 31 days, <laughs> but we'll, you know, we'll leave that for another day. The most wonderful time of the year. Exactly. It really is. Uh, so I'm going to start off by talking about a franchise that... I'll be honest, I we, we don't really talk about a lot. I don't really talk about a lot. I'm not a huge fan of this franchise, which is weird because it's both a James Wan franchise and a horror franchise. And I'm talking about mm. Saw because mm. I went to the Dolby on October 1st on Sunday night and I went and I saw Saw X. I believe this is the first Saw movie I've seen in a theater. I've seen oh, all wow. of them. So, you know, do whatever you will with that information. <laughs> um but Saw X is like a, if you swap out Saw 2 and this one, they're kind of interchangeable. Like you could put Saw mm. X here and it kind of continues the story of John Kramer um, and is pretty good for a Saw movie, which yeah. is really interesting because most of them are really bad. Like pretty much exclusively they're bad except for the first one, which I still think is a pretty tight little thriller. Um, mm -hmm. But this one had an actual plot. It had real filmmaking behind it. It didn't feel like this schlocky B-movie, which a lot of... I think mm. there was this weird like, vibe going around that Saw movies had to feel low budget, even though the budget kept getting bigger and bigger every time. Yeah. And so and eventually you're just like, this doesn't feel... It feels too stupid to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. And this movie, while yes, it's, it's ridiculous, it's a little bit cheesy, it felt like more of a movie to me. And okay. with a plot that didn't just kind of ramble and go every di different direction, it didn't leave you with any sort of major cliffhanger. And Tobin Bell, who plays Jigsaw, um, I guess spoilers for Saw, um, <laughs> is just phenomenal. He really is one of those guys now that I put in the, you know, Robert England kind of uh, like one of those horror icons as mm -hmm. Jigsaw, John Kramer. And I think he does really, really well in this film. And if you're a Saw fan, I mean, you probably are going to go see this anyways. But I had a really great time with this movie. It kind of follows him on his journey after being diagnosed with cancer from the first movie. And he goes to try and find experimental procedures, as people do, you know, to try mm -hmm. and, you know, cure a chronic ailment. He finds this person. She says she can cure him. He pays him a bunch. He pays her a ton of money and she scams him. <laughs> and you scammed the wrong person, lady, because <laughs> he enacts his vengeance. And uh, if you don't know what Saw is about, this guy acts as kind of like the angel of death and, uh, he chooses people who he believes haven't either lived up to their own potential or have wronged people in a way that they now have to make a choice whether they're going to live or die. And usually those choices are horrendous and you have to do something mm -hmm. terrible to your own self. Um, it's, it's a weirdly like it's saw is like weirdly deep. Like it, it shouldn't mm. be, but it is. And I think that this movie did everything that saw should do while remaining an engaging and entertaining time. And, uh, yeah, seeing it in the Dolby was maybe a little too much because the sounds, <laughs> the sound design is remarkable and it's absolutely truly disgusting. So <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's cool to hear that it's good. I know I'm sure there are a lot of Saw fans who have 
written the franchise off after <laughs> failure after failure after failure. So yeah, no, this um, is a good. This is definitely. I'm glad they came back to make this one because it did. Yeah. It felt like Saw, but it also was a, a really good installment in the franchise. So Saw X, it's good for a Saw movie. I'm not gonna say it's a great movie, but it is really good for a Saw movie. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Nice. Um, I will I will start by saying that I had a very unremarkable week of <laughs> movies. Um, it's very busy at my my day job right now, so I'm grabbing whatever I can uh, that I don't have to pay too much attention to, mm-hmm. which like is almost a subgenre in of itself. You know, like movies that I can just have on and be fine with. Second um, screen, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the first one I'll start with is one I, th- I think you've probably seen all the ones I'm about to talk about, but um, <laughs> I watched 65, the ah. Adam Driver v. Dinosaurs movie. Yeah, I saw this in a the theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it is. This movie is not great. Um, <laughs> there are times where I was impressed by the CG. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, but there's... So- so much that I'll, I'll put it this way. There is a good movie in there somewhere. Yes. Like you could recut that movie and find something pretty great. Yeah. But a lot of it is here's what I'll say. Uh, I had a sense of where this movie was going at the very beginning because uh, there's a scene where Adam driver has crashed on a, on an alien planet. Um, and then they make a whole big thing about the fact that it's earth. And it's like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's crash landed and he's got to get a space suit. Yes. All right. So he walks up. We, there's a shot where he walks up to his space suit and then it cuts to a scene of him in the space suit in, in the space suit walking out of his ship. And I watched that and I went, there was literally no reason to show us that uh, like that shot of him walking up to the space suit. Yes. You know, like we get it. We we will understand if he's like in the ship and then walks out and is in a space suit. Like yeah. we're going to put those two pieces together and be fine. That's bad. Filmmaking. And I think <laughs> I think that's like the fundamental flaw in this movie is that it wants to explain everything. Yeah. And it really doesn't need to. You know, like it's yeah. Adam Driver as an alien on Earth fighting dinosaurs go you don't need to give me anything else give me he has to get to that ship cool get it whatever that's all you need right there's all of this buildup of his backstory and the girl's backstory and like the the different the whole thing with the meteor like all of this stuff is just like unnecessary fluff in this script Mm -hmm. that could just be cut away yeah so I was eh about it. Um, yeah. It's an easy watch. It could have been easier, you know. Um, yeah. I almost wish, and I'm already talking way too much about 65, but <laughs> um, I almost wish it wasn't Earth. Oh, dude, yeah. Because, A, I don't know how much I like, well, I mean, I'm not a paleontologist, but like, <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Like there's a few of those dinosaurs that I'm like, were those fucking dinosaurs or are those like made up dinosaurs? Right, right. You know, and I'm like, 
on Earth, they have to be real dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. If this was just like planet, then fucking who, do whatever you it's want. It's an alien. Man. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Fuck it. That's cool. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think the script tried way too hard in 65 is what I'll say. Yeah. But to add on to that, it tried really hard where it didn't need to. And then it just completely let everything else go. Like the, when he's in the cave and yeah. he like sets all those things up and then uses one of them to like kill that thing. I'm like, what is happening right now? Like you don't explain <laughs> yeah. this. Like what the is going on? The thing that's in her mouth. And he uses like the you know? light as a, go- yeah. I was like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> I was literally like, and like I'm like, is that a dinosaur? Was that like someone while writing this script was doing research on dinosaurs and found out about a dinosaur they think lived in a human, a human mouth <laughs> like or like, or is this like a weird, subtle alien reference that they want to include? Yeah. It just falls to pieces and it's also like boring, like very, very yeah. little happens. Um, and it, and it, it glazes over the soul really like the whole thing where he mm-hmm. gets separated with the girl, mm-hmm. um, is like a huge moment. And you get that, like he's projecting all of this, like I've lost another yeah, kid thing on it, but he's not allowed to sit in it and just like right. be terrified. And we know she's fine. And like, you know, right. she's wandering around in the woods out there. So yeah, yeah. we've yeah. now talked way too much about 20. Uh, how, what's it called? 65, 65, 24. Who knows? It is. what yeah. it is. <laughs> and I think this is the second time we've talked about it now. I do um, too. Yeah. Which is fine. You know, and it, it has to happen. Hey. Um, it's going to be a lot of that today. Yes. Yes. Uh, I want to bring up uh, another movie that I saw in theaters this week. I went and I saw The Creator in IMAX um, with a couple of friends, yes. which is the new Gareth Edwards film. I think you and I are both pretty big Gareth Edwards fans. He did yeah. the first Godzilla remake, not the first, first one, but the one from like 2012. Um, yeah. He did Monsters. He did Rogue One. He's he's one of the one of those guys that like kind of picked up the mantle after Neil Blomkamp just like blew it and was like, yeah. I'm actually going to do good, big budget sci-fi. Um, mm-hmm. And the creator is a story of AI and how AI can or possibly should be integrated into you know, human society stars, John David mm-hmm. Washington, who I'm very, very mixed on at this point. I think that he needs to choose better move. I don't know what he needs to do, but there's something where he just doesn't fit with any of these roles. Uh, he plays a man named Joshua who is in the beginning an insurgent looking for the godfather of AI in the world. His name is Nermada, mm-hmm. and he, they're, they're just trying to capture him because of this awful thing that happened because of AI in the past of Earth. And it's a movie that's kind of a lone wolf and cub story, kind of like this, you know, AI is good story. It, it is mm-hmm. really, really weird especially right now because we're having this whole AI debate is like AI good. And this is kind of a very pro AI anti-human movie, which is really strange. And I just don't think it's very successful. I really Mm. think that it takes a massive bite, but doesn't really think through a lot of the ideas that it's putting forward. And it's also not that interesting, which is a huge problem. Mm. It's really a lot of it's dull. When it's exciting, it's amazing. Like his action, like you, there are multiple moments in this film where you're like, I, I've straight up never seen that before. Yeah. Like you, you're doing the Rogue One thing. Like you, you, I've never seen this before. Yeah. But 
the underlying message and the heavy handedness of AI is human was just by the end, I was rolling my eyes. I, the people I was with loved it. And so I'm like, you mm -hmm. know, go see it. You might like it. But for me, I was just so almost borderline annoyed with this movie at how like lackluster a lot of it was and how obvious the, the themes were. I was like, so what you're going to do is you're going to show us this robot crying over and over and over and over again. And now, okay, so I get they have feelings, but like, is there more yeah. to this story? Is there something more we can glean from this? Um, and then I just don't think John David Washington can carry heavy dialogue. Mm. I'm just like, I just, he was great in Black Klansman. He's great in Tenet when he has someone to like bounce off of, yeah. you know, but he, him carrying this movie, I was like, man, your line readings are really tough. Like it's really tough for this super melodramatic, serious yeah. stuff. So I remember having some more thoughts around that of him in, um, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Too. Yes. Whereas like, I didn't think that for Margot. I didn't think that for Christian Bale. I was like, there's something yeah. off about this guy. Um, so the creator, I, I like it less and less as I get further away from it. I think that mm. I'll want to revisit it at some point because there's something interesting here. But for me, it, it just wasn't super successful, um, which is a bummer because I was really yeah. looking forward to this movie. Um, so I think I, feel like, I yeah. think Gareth still has something there. I just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, I'm curious about him if it's something that like he just hasn't found his stride yeah. Which like, this is a big movie to be like still trying to find your stride. It's but, original like, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I remember there being a lot of like the same kind of conversation around Godzilla. Mm -hmm. um, and like, you know, I, I've just recently seen because of it, you know, because of uh, the creator coming out, like conversations around Rogue One and about like, yeah, how much Rogue One really does itself a disservice in ways and things like that. And I'm like, I don't really agree with a lot of it because I do like those two movies, but yeah. I I can see the argument and it's like, I don't want to say that he's not a strong filmmaker because sure. I think he is, he but is. also I think, I mean, you said at the top, like he's kind of a uh, Neil Blomkamp spinoff almost. Um, yeah. And if you expect that level from him, I feel like that's, it's tough. Yeah. So I definitely want to see this movie. You should, um, you should, you know, but, uh, from this kind of, man, I was really hoping for it to be really good. Same. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe I'll wait till it comes, comes along on home video. I mean, it home is, video. It, <laughs> it is wildly impressive to watch, especially because like, if, you know, if you don't know cameras, it was made with an FX three, a Sony FX three, which is, you know, a $3,600 oh, yeah. camera, which you couldn't tell. I mean, you could tell because everything was on a gimbal, but like it was not like it was, it held up in an IMAX theater, like no problem. Mm. So, um, yeah. And I guess the one other thing I want to say is the reason that I don't have a lot of these problems with Rogue One is because Tony Gilroy came in after and like True. kind of patchworked it up and if we know about tony gilroy mm. he's a character guy like he is the character's yeah. man and he that's why a lot of it felt good the gareth edwards was the insane action and the the the, the world building of his stuff which i had no problem with the world building of the creator i thought it was fantastic um yeah. but it was the characters that i'm like ah just someone else needed a little pen in here for me personally so yeah yeah hmm 
<laughs> if we want to talk about something needed a little more character work, um, oh. I can't believe I'm about to watch. I'm about to talk about this movie, but oh. I watched uh, The Lost City. <laughs> um, the uh, Sandy B and Sandy B and Channing <laughs> T. Yeah. Um, I felt weird. Uh, this movie's not good. I was like, maybe there could be something, you know, this has been one that I have for a long time have been like, this is a watch on the like second monitor kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And I'm surprised I have held off on watching it this long. Um, not so much because I wanted to see it, but because I'm like, I know it's, <laughs> that was an option for that. Right. Um, yeah. But I finally hit play. Um, I don't think Channing Tatum and uh, Sandra Bullock have any chemistry <laughs> in this. Yeah. I kept wanting it to be. I'm like, but I can't. And I don't, I think it was Channing Tatum. I, I Yeah. It just didn't match. Um, yeah. The energy. Yeah. And there were so many things. Love Daniel Radcliffe. So I will good. say that. So good. Um, I want him as a villain in everything. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, from like the moment he picked up the phone, you're like, I know exactly how this is going to go. Yeah. Um, and that's like the thing <laughs> is like with the, with this script is either you know exactly how this is going to go or you don't see something coming because it's completely irrelevant to the script. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and that's really like all I have to say about it. You know, um, the, the whole, I get what it was going for with like the, the, um, comparison, like the, what am I trying to say? The treasure hunt versus the, uh, yeah. like, you know, her emotional dealing emotionally with like the loss of a loved one. Mm hmm but like both of those things play against each other and end up making them both more superficial. Mm -hmm. um, the, the treasure hunt part of it, I guess I won't spoil it, but makes you just go like, no one looked fucking there. Are you kidding? Not even close. Yeah. It's like, and again, I guess without spoiling it, but like, it's pretty much just like out in the open and you're like, okay. Yeah. Um, get a helicopter. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's like all I have to say about this movie. It's, it's I good. don't know if there's any redeem, redeeming part to it. You know, I don't know if it's like, oh, if you had cast it differently, it would have been good. Or, you know, if it had been, yeah, I don't even know where I would place it to be like, this is what it needed to be better. It's just, I think it was just failed on multiple levels. So, yeah, DOA. I mean, it was the only thing it had going for me was that I actually thought it was going to be even worse. And so I was like, oh, <laughs> it's bad, but it's not like unwatchably bad, but I would yeah. never watch it again. Like it, it like there's it, I don't even remember yeah. what happens at all. Like yeah. not one part of what happens. I remember the trailer because I saw it 40 times, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I'd already completely forgotten about the whole uh, Devine Joy Randolph character. I don't her know. like publicist. Oh yeah. 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 That no. whole side. I'm just like, didn't even nothing yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tough. That's very <sighs> tough. But I mean, works as a movie of, Hey, I just have to have something on. Yeah. But if I had paid really close attention to this, I would have hated it a whole lot more. That's, that's true. That's true. I wonder how much it cost. <laughs> 
Let's not go there. No, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there at all. Um, well, instead of talking about what I was going to talk about, I'm going to continue on this train that we're on right now. And I'm going to talk about Gen okay. V um, versus ah. the Agnes Varda movie I was going to talk about or Claire Denis. No, we're talking about Gen motherfucking V, the boys, the second boys spinoff show um, that is about younger kids who have now in the world of the boys you know if i if you haven't seen the boys spoilers i guess like what happened at the end of the last season is we learned that parents were or maybe i don't remember when we learned this parents were actually dosing kids with this compound v in order to make them superheroes and potentially get into the seven whole thing classic what would happen gen v is about those kids and where they go it's kind of like you know, R-rated sky high, they go to this facility where they go to learn how to potentially be a hero or not a hero. It actually is very much like sky high, which is weird. Well, and, I've seen a lot of comparisons just to X-Men. Oh, definitely. I mean, for sure. Even where there's yeah. the, the, the president lady is sitting, it's like, that is professor X's office. Like, no doubt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this Got a show deal on the set. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this show is, both great and absolutely horrendous at the same time because there's compelling elements to it because I really like these kind of college high school shows where you get a sense of like just, you know, kids hanging out, doing their kid thing. I like, it brings me back. It feels cool. But what this show took away from the boys is we just need extremity all over the place. And that's really not what the boys does. Like there's maybe one scene in every episode of the boys that's like oh my god i didn't need to see that yeah in the i only watched one episode every five minutes is something that's like this would be a like a a pilot episode for the boy like that's what they do in the first episode of every season is go extreme Mm -hmm. this is just like it, it almost feels like they don't understand why people like the boys and they're just like, oh, well, you just need to see dicks and you need to see people exploding. Yeah, that's, and, are you, so are you talking about like the gratuitous violence and the gratuitous like nudity? And, nudity, and, and, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I guess you can write it off because like they're kids and like kids are fucking stupid and whatever, but it's just like they're dealing with such heavy handed issues. Like the main character mm-hmm. played by Jazz Sinclair, who's actually really compelling and phenomenal in the show is completely overshadowed by all of this nonsense that you're like, well, why did you need to include all of this stuff? Like there's yeah. a sequence where a tiny, a girl turns tiny and climbs up a dude's dick and you're like, I just, why? Like, yeah, this is episode one and I'm already like, I, I, it, there's nothing surprising. And not for nothing, but isn't that already a scene in yeah. the boys? Yeah. People explode. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nothing new and the lack of creativity here and just the overwhelming need to go extreme is really like exhausting. And I'm just kind mm. of, I don't know if I'm going to continue watching this. It's the, the human element is really compelling. It really is. But I just don't think I want to watch this every episode, yeah. you know? So, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat on this one. I've watched the trailers and stuff, and I'm like, this is just going to be like, like, I feel like it has the vibe of like, what if X-Men, like, you remember X-Men Evolution, the cartoon? Yeah. yeah. Like, what if that was like super gory and super graphic? And it's like, I feel like the shock and awe of the boys, and I'll I'll say like Invincible too. Like, sure. I feel like the shock and awe of the boys was really intense when it first came out and then the subsequent seasons and then invincible kind of played into that. But now it's like, 
almost, I don't want to say expected, but overdone. So it's just like, and like a whole, a whole nother show of that. Not to mention there's also the, um, the other boys spinoff that I didn't watch. Diabolical. Animated. Yeah. 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 So like we get it, you know, but like, I mean, I would also argue, and given it's been a while since I've been a teenager, but like, you know, a lot of teenagers aren't that like aggressive and stupid and that kind of, you know, it's like, let's give, let's have some character here. That's like, not just like, yeah, an insane douchebag, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's like what everyone in the boys is, is just an insane douchebag. Right. But the, the beauty about the boys is you're centered on this group of rejects. Like you're centered on the boys. There's these people who are just losers and they know it. And you know, in the first episode of The Boys, spoilers, like when A-Train runs through his girlfriend, like there isn't another moment in that episode that's of that same level of violence. Yeah. And it works so well because it fuels Huey's character. Everything in this, I'm like, the amount of times people are just splattered with blood yeah. already is like, come on, dude. Like you've cheapened everything to the point where I don't care what happens now. Like everyone's just exploding and, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to watch more of this. <laughs> when it, it makes you beg the question of like, is this school is like, are parents just not like, wow, children die here every day. Like maybe <laughs> I won't send them to the school. <laughs> like straight up. It's like, what the hell is, yeah. It's a whole thing. I watched another movie. It's like really not worth talking about. <laughs> I watched 2011's Rio. Oh, I the saw animated the, you, parrot movie. What the hell? I've never seen that. I've I don't know why. I've never seen it either. Like, <laughs> It's one of those ones that, like, I like a good animated film every now and then. Yeah, um, Rango's great. And I was, yeah. Well, if you're going to pull Rango into it and I have to compare Rio to Rango, that's like, <laughs> you know, no. But, like, you, you look at things like, you know, Despicable Me or this is clearly a uh, Madagascar play, mm. you know. And it's fine. Um, it is... 100% for kids. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like, it's like, Hey, like let's make a good kids movie. It's like, let's make a, you know, kids movie that kids will watch over and over again and want the dolls and want the toys. Yep. Um, yep. And that's what it is. It's weird. Cause it's a pretty stacked cast. Um, I'm looking at it now. Holy for 2011. Yeah. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg Anne Hathaway, Leslie Mann, Jane Lynch, Will I Am. Back when they were trying to make Will I Am a thing. A thing. Jamie Foxx has like a, a super small role. Jermaine Clement is yep. like <laughs> playing his precursor to um, what's his name in Moana there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomatow. <laughs> George but Lopez. Like it's, George Lopez. Yeah. Tracy Morgan. Um, it's, 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 it's fine. There's just literally nothing unique about it it's manufactured pop culture yeah um yeah it's weird i don't know made uh 485 million dollars i mean 2000 like this is very much of its time too like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, 2011 like this would be oh yeah top tier kind of stuff um but like (laughs) you know well top tier asterisks but like you put it in the same bank as Madagascar, like I said, or Ice Age or things like that. Um, yeah, yeah. And they've made two more of them. So, Holy you know, shit. Um, I won't be watching the other two, but. Maybe they get better. Though. Um, oh, I guess the third one hasn't come out yet. 
Oh my god. Uh, Bruno Mars is in the second one? That makes sense. Kristen there, it's, there, I mean, it is like a musical. They do sing. Oh, so. okay. Ah, oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all I got. Rico. I mean, if you have something else you want to like throw out, by all means, because it feels really weird to end on Rio. But I can't end this with the movie I was going to talk about. So, no. <laughs> okay. There it is. That was a nice little terrible. I will watch better movies next week. Yeah, we both will. Thank <laughs> you.